Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want salon perfect nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace Case, if you know me, and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yeah. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bachelor. Uh, that book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will mm. sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mm-hmm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral Sleepy Girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knudsen crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This, this is, is the, the Game of, of Roses. Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues, and it's Monday, which means we got digging deeper. <laughs> deeper. I can't fucking wait. For this digging deeper, we got so much to get through. I can't believe what we're about to listen to and analyze, Pace Case. There are some clips from Clickbait that I think you're going to have some feelings about. Look, I have not heard these clips. I've only heard a taste, <laughs> yeah, a little taste of the sauce uh, on one of them. And I'm very much, I've been looking forward to doing this since, uh, since I've 
first heard it. It's unreal what clickbait has become. Just really since VIP season seven, that's when it it shifted into this other thing, which is now a full propaganda machine bent on protecting the lie of the company, protecting the lie of whatever is being spun in the actual document. And that's all that show is now. Protect the sauce. Protecting the sauce. And we we know now this week, Taisha has exited officially as a clickbait host and as, I guess, a Bachelor Nation or a Bachelor Happy Hour co-host. She's never going to do that again. And she's been replaced permanently on clickbait by Tia Booth. But Grocery Store Joe has moved to the center of their <laughs> logo. So now he is the, the real figurehead of clickbait. The minister of propaganda. He has moved to the center. He is slightly overlapped by the two women. I feel like they're like, (laughs) oh, but they're in front of him a little bit. I just, I'm so curious about the thought process that went into the new logo. And they have flipped his face so that Natasha's hat fits. I've spent way too much time looking at this. You know, if you're out there listening and you're the graphic designer who did that logo, hit us up. We'd love to have you on. Just to talk about the graphic design. Nothing else. We'd love you to do our logo I want to be slightly in front of clues. I'll let you be in the middle <laughs> if we can have two clues, one on each side of you. That's fine. Okay, yeah. perfect. It won't be confusing. People will think there's three hosts, but I'm the most powerful. Right, of course. Whoever's in the center is the most powerful. And I'll start selling my sauce, maybe a pesto. I love pesto. Oh, nice. Today we have for you clips from... <laughs> One, two, three, four, five different programs from within our beloved game. We got some clips from the great one, Nick Vial, on his Bachelor recap with Kathy Kelly from January 11th. We got clips from Clickbait with guest Michelle Young from January 13th. We got more clips from Clickbait from uh, January 20th with guest NC Abedin. We got some Bachelor Happy Hour clips and... Oh, we got two uh, different Bachelor Happy Hours. Sorry. We got some clips from the Bachelor Happy Hour on January 11th that had Susie Evans. And we got some clips from January 18th Bachelor Happy Hour that has Clayton Eckerd himself. Sauce day. So we got a lot to get to. Yes. And I'm telling you these clickbait clips you ain't gonna wanna miss. But we're gonna jump in on today's Digging Deeper with some clips from the great one, The Vial Files. Let's get to it. This is Digging Deeper. Okay. As you know, Nick Vial is the greatest player who ever lived. Male. Is he the greatest podcast host who ever lived? Ah, debatable. (laughs) We are now going to play four clips from his January 11th show. His guest was Kathy Kelly. This is his recap show. So they were recapping mm-hmm. last week's show, the the Cassidy Tim Brooks first villain edit mm-hmm. show. And in this first clip, the great Vial renders his opinion on the way Clayton speaks and his interactions with these players. Uh-huh. Of course, I'm going to love this because Vial also has a certain way of speaking. But let's listen to this clip now. Here we go. Clip number one. One, he doesn't seem, and it's early, so we'll see, but he doesn't seem to ask a lot of questions of the women. Mm. He just compliments them over and over on very high-level platitude things. He also talks to them as if they are contestants on the show. I like what you're seeing from you. I love your initiative. It's like a lot of sports and coach speak. It's not Mm. a lot of like, hey, I'd love to learn more about you and ask questions and follow up questions about the things they see. It's making out. 
and and I'm the bachelor. I feel like you should have your wig on for this part. Of the <laughs> <laughs> and I, I should say up front here what he's talking about with the coach speak and stuff. We're going to have a clip at the very end of today's show that is Clayton addressing that exact criticism. So stick around to the end and you'll get Clayton's side of the story as well. But here we have Vial. Uh-huh. Sour grapesing as always. Thinking back to his time <laughs> as a player or as a lead when he was like, well, I wouldn't have done it this way. He's not asking the right questions. He's only talking in coach speak. This is mind-blowing to me that he's critiquing how a lead is playing the game. Mm -hmm. Critiquing him for basically talking about it as though it is a game, even though what is implied here in his own criticism is that it is a game and he knew how to play it better than Clayton. Look, I don't listen. I don't listen to any bachelor podcast because I like to keep our commentary clean. But when I have <laughs> listened to his podcast, it has been jarring to me when I sometimes hear another voice. He has a co-host who we never hear, which I just found interesting to look at with this clip being like, oh, he's not asking a lot of questions of the other people. It's as if he's just the only person there. And I'm like, hmm. But also like one thing that he's completely discounting and most people seem to discount this when they do recaps. This is an edit. The producers are showing you only what they want you mm -hmm. to see of him. They're including the coach speak specifically to make him look like a dumb jock. They're including him only doing platitudes specifically to make it look like these are surface uh, relationships. They're not including a bunch of stuff that actually happened in any of these, specifically in that episode, there was some stuff that happened with some players playing PTCs and things like this that you're not going to get to see because they wanted to give them a villain edit. So the same mm -hmm. happens to Leeds, and he's completely glossing over that fact. He's just like, well, no, the you know 10 minutes we see of this guy per episode is exactly who he is, and this is why he's fucking it up. It's like you have no idea what his actual play is, how he's actually performing as a lead. He could be doing it perfectly. And the the uh, producers are just giving you this version of him. Yeah, I mean, it does seem like we're getting this somewhat fool edit for our lead. We're getting those clips from the end of the season they play over and over again where he's screaming in that big blue coat, I'm in love, and then telling two or more finalists that he made love with all of them. I'm very curious to see how they edit him the rest of the season. Are we even going to get a love story? Are they just tearing this man down? The The fact that they introed him with having him read mean tweets about himself with no other information about his life, we still barely know anything more than we knew last season on Michelle Young's season. Yeah. It's not looking good for Clay-Do. I agree with you, but there's a piece of me that wonders... Is he okay with this? Is he playing a part? Is all of this a game to him? I like mm, to think yes. Ten-dimensional chess. Because that that makes me feel a little better about what's happening to him. Exactly. That he's just like, fuck it. I'm going to go in here. I'm going to get my Instagram followers. Come out and see what I can do. So maybe he's he's already Seleucian protocol. I don't know. But it doesn't seem like it. And here in this first clip, we just got, as always, to me, this is like to be savored when Viola Sour Grapesing about like, well, this guy's not doing the lead right. He's just asking uh -huh. surface questions. When I was the lead, I was asking the best questions. I had all the best conversations. <laughs> it's like that's some crazy <laughs> yeah. Trump shit right there. That's essentially what he's insinuating. Is your favorite sauce sour grapes? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's a sauce. It, it actually is. I love when he sour grapes this. It is so fucking funny to me because it's also like, what are you fucking sour grapesing about, dude? You have a giant podcast. You're making a lot of fucking money off of your experience in the show. And I know that he feels he has to stay relevant, but you can do that in a, a variety of ways. You don't always have to shit on everyone else. He's a hero of women clues. He's <laughs> right. defending the women. And he's like, they're so interesting. If only he would let us see that. Well, speaking of defending the women, let's get to this next clip where he does not defend the women. So in this next <laughs> clip, the great Vial illuminates us about some different types of roses. This is actually a pretty interesting clip because as they're talking about villains, he also lets us behind the scenes a little bit here, which I always love. Ooh. Here we go. I don't think Clayton likes her though. His body language has been so telling this season. And when they were sitting next to the pool, he hmm. was sitting like away <laughs> he from was her. straight up and she was like trying to put Exactly. Her over and him. <laughs> I think that he he knows that he has to keep up appearances because he is the bachelor. He And she's the one that made the first move. So now that they've kissed, he's like, whatever. I'm just going to do it. It's for the show. But I see no connection there. And I think that even later in the episode, which we can get to when I forget her name, came to him and said, Cassidy has a friends with benefits back Sierra. home. He almost I, laughed. I, like I it really looked like, like he, he was just like, yeah. this is hilarious, you know? But then why did he give her the group date, Rose? Uh, well, I'll tell you why. As we've mentioned uh, in <laughs> <Producers>. previous... <laughs> I want what I will say is what I've said before. There are two types of group date roses. <clears throat> there are drama roses mm. and there are love roses. And that was 100% a drama rose. Wow. Yeah, pretty strong clip. So they're talking about Cassidy <laughs> Tim Brooks here. And they're talking mm -hmm. about why she got the group date rose. And you can hear if it's his producer, if it's Kathy Kelly, I'm not sure who exactly was talking. They're saying... When he says, I know why she got the rose, and that person says, the producers, and then Vial is stunned into a little garbled silence. <laughs> I'll say what I've said before. <laughs> you know, he's not going to say producers ever. He knows where his bread is buttered, mm -hmm. and so he changes the language. It's the roses. This isn't about the producers. It's about different types of roses. Drama rose mm -hmm. versus love rose. They come down from above. Exactly. Producers have nothing to do with this. The drama rose, though, is really a producer rose. And so we learn here that the producers forced him to give that rose to Cassidy to keep her there for what he's saying is drama. And this idea mm -hmm. of drama roses versus love roses is really him doing a crack, like peeling the curtain back just a little bit on how much control the producers actually have over all of this. He's saying it, but not saying it overtly. You know, he's minding <laughs> his P's and Q's, but that is what he's saying here. I love getting his take on this specific rose because Cassie Timbrooks's performance on that group date was so similar to Corinne Olympios's performance on his wedding photo shoot group date. Yes. And... Nick is like, oh, well, he's just going along with it for the show, which is a la Nick Vial cupping the bare breasts of Crit Olympios in front of all the other players mm -hmm. on that group date during his season. And it's like, oh, is that the job of The Bachelor? You have to grope people you don't even want to? What a strange and beloved game. Well, there are drama gropes and there are love gropes. <laughs> that was a drama grope. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> Speaking, though, of Corinne Olympios, let's get to this next uh, clip in which the great Vial talks directly about Corinne Olympios. Here we go. But yes, I think 100% cast. He got a drama rose. Corinne got a drama rose. I mean, it was like the, I mean, maybe I, when I was watching the beats of this episode were just like really very similar yeah. to uh, episode one from my season. I promise I hadn't heard these clips yet. <laughs> <laughs> I have to agree with the great one. I saw a lot of very similar beats. Yeah, I mean, I agree with him, too. But it also is funny to me. The two things that he really does that I always like is the sour grapesing. And then he also will try to equate everything that ever happens in any contemporary season uh -huh. back to when he was a player or a lead or on Paradise or whatever. Like, well, it's exactly, you know, my season has happened. And da, 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 da. So he, you know, knows everything because he has this personal experience of it. <clears throat> but I agree with you here. He's not exaggerating. It was very similar to how. Corinne Olympios was handled. And then he even uh -huh. reveals to us that Corinne got a drama rose, which it sheds mm -hmm. a little light on something. She made it all the way to hometowns. So if she's getting a drama rose on that date, that means it wasn't a love rose, which means he had no intention of ever letting her touch that ring, which then further means all of this is a game. And the producers kept her around with that drama rose on that date so they could get her all the way to hometowns and cause trouble, essentially, cause drama, if you will. And it means that he drama dry humped her in the bouncy house. He drama dry humped her on the pretty woman, pretty man hometown date. He drama licked the whipped cream off her boob at the cocktail party. He drama wow. ate her dad's olives. <laughs> he drama accepted expensive gifts from her on her hometown when she did a pretty woman on him. That's what I'm referring to when uh, they hoojooed in the clothing yeah. store. Wow. So... There you have it. That is Vial, the great one, uh, shedding so much light on mm -hmm. elements of his season, but elements of our beloved game generally. He has now corroborated that producers decide group date roses, at least in some instances. If we are to believe that there are love roses and there are drama roses, as he put it, what is the number? What is the offset there? Mm -hmm. How many roses are drama roses versus how many are love roses? I think... There are maybe some love roses on one-on-ones. I think on group dates, probably there's no love roses. I think those are all drama roses, mm -hmm. in quotes. I feel like I agree with you on that one. There's probably some one-on-one -on -one roses that are drama roses, though. I'm trying to think of one. <laughs> and two-on-ones. And I I'm sure, yes, those, those happen as mm -hmm. well. But it is, again, important to keep in mind, we have no idea what actually happened on that group date. Were there PTCs played by Cassidy Timbrooks? Were there PTCs played by other players? Is there favorable footage of her that they could have cut in to make that rose seem more justified? I believe, yes. I believe that they omitted anything that would have softened her at all because they were trying to cut her into a hardcore villain. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Zero sympathy. I mean... It's interesting because we saw a very similar edit go for Jamie Sklar, but they did allow Jamie to play his PTC on their one-on-one -on -one date. That is true. I wonder why they did that. 
So sometimes they soften the villains, sometimes they don't. It seems like I can't wait to see what they're going to do. What is going to be tonight with Shanae, with Cassidy. (sighs) Season of the early villain. Okay, so now let's move on to the fourth and final clip from the great Vial. Here, he prognosticates about a future event that may one day transpire in our beloved game. I believe he is speaking it into existence. Here is that clip. Natalie joked with me. She's like, if, uh, you know, just as we're watching and she's like, if you ever cheat on me, I am going on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So you have to recap it. And I just, we laughed. Here he's talking about his girlfriend, Natalie Joy. (laughs) I love these glimpses into their relationship and her full game speak 100% of the time with him, including this threat. God, I I want to see her play so badly. I feel like she would dominate. I know. I know. Natalie Joy, if you're listening, you don't have to wait for him to cheat on you. No. You can just go on the show. You can even have an arrangement with him. They can have an arrangement. Exactly. They should do this. Go in, get your followers, hit me up. I would, you could be my Tom Brady. You could be my Tom Brady. Please reach out to me. Let me coach you into the most followers on every platform that any player has had in the history of the game by a magnitude of 10 times minimum. Please let me do this. This is my request. You think she needs you? She could have Nick Vial coach her. They fake a breakup. No. You don't want Nick Vial as your coach. You, I'm telling you, Nick Vial is too uh. caught up in his own ego, in his own role in the game. He would coach her to a point, but he'd never want her to be better than he was. And he wouldn't allow that. I want you to be better than anyone has ever been. And I think you have the tools. Call me. I think she does. Like, she's got it. And they should set this up. Why not? Blow her up and then get back together. Beautiful tale. It would be incredible. Now, this is the the thing that you have to really ask yourself. Would she have to go into the game as a player or could she just vault straight to crown? Is she known well enough within the nation that that could be warranted? I don't know. I don't know. What is she at right now? 101K. That's, I mean, that's enough. She could be straight crown. Straight crown. Yeah. Oh, shit. Natalie Joy, just do it. Just do it. God damn it. Please DM me. I want to coach her so bad. Fuck. Here's what I'm going to say, Natalie. Your Instagram is perfect. You're going to need to cut out some of these pictures with Nick Vial. <laughs> You're going to want to archive these. You want those front and center because he's going to be the story. It's heartbreak PTC by a former batch, by one of the, not only a former batch, one of the biggest yes. people in the nation. She's attached to the game through him. That has to be the mm-hmm. primary focus of her story is she became friends with all these producers. They heard about the bad breakup and they were like, hey, do you want to be the bachelorette? I think that works. I think it's a clean line in and she's got victimization. I mean, God damn it. It's so perfect. I know what she does. She creates a TikTok in which she's direct to camera addressing us. Hey, Bachelor Nation, just wanted to update you on my relationship with Nick Vial. I wasn't going through his phone, but 
these things popped up and then I had to screenshot them, text them to myself, put the screenshot of the text messages that proved that he is 100% cheating up on the screen with your face in front of it. And let's set up this beautiful heartbreak edit through the parasocial game. Here's the thing, though. If you roll that line that he's cheating, his whole empire might come down because he's giving dating and relationship advice on his podcast. If he's breaking Mm -hmm. his own advice, I don't know what that does to his money. And if they are eventually going to wind up back together, if they're just doing this for numbers, that might be more harmful. I don't know, though, because I think she would be such a big star. It wouldn't matter. She could lift up the mm-hmm. whatever the uh, the negative effect was exactly the rising tide all boats all goats the rising tide lifts all goats that's right <laughs> but those were our first four clips all of those again from Vial Files it was their bachelor recap with guest Kathy Kelly from January 11th and now <laughs> now we're gonna get into those clickbait clips. These clips, I don't, I can't like properly do them justice, but I'm going to try here. It is the most (laughs) sauce that we've heard yet, as it always is. Every week, he finds some new way to put even more sauce into the recipe of clickbait. And this week is no different. We've got in these clips a, a strange one that has to do with how they talk about the game. We've got one where he's, I think, directly attacking us. We've got all kinds of things in these (laughs) clickbait clips. So we're going to play the first one for you now. This is clickbait from January 13th with guest Michelle Young. Maybe you've heard of her, the star of Bachelorette season 18. And again, you ain't going to believe what you're about to hear. If you want to hear these clips from Clickbait with Grocery Store Joe talking all kinds of sauce, and I think you do want to hear these, and you definitely want to hear our reactions to them, because in one case, I believe we are being directly attacked by Grocery Store Joe. But if you want to hear all of this, all you got to do is go to patreon.com slash game of roses. You join us in the bottom of the pit. You get access to the rest of this episode. You get access to what I believe is now 40 other digging deepers, top 10 lists at the end of seasons, rookie season analyses of various all-star players, all kinds of extra content that we have. That is not what we do in our regular recap and Twibbon episodes during the week. So again, if you sign up, if you join us in the bottom of the pit at patreon.com slash Game of Roses, you get access to all those episodes. You also get access to our weekly live shows that we do. They're video shows that we do half an hour before the game airs on the East Coast. And we kind of break down what we're expecting to see. We answer questions and do all of that. You also get access to a bunch of weird video clips that I throw in there from time to time, old group dates, old clips from various reality TV shows. I put songs in there sometimes. And you also get access to our Discord where you can communicate with everybody else down here in the bottom of the pit. And you can even submit your own screams, which we play uh, at the end of our Twibbon episode. So we hope once again that you'll join us in the bottom of the pit. It's the pit, you can get it in. Dig around in all this content. It's the pit. 
Come on, admit you wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits. It's the pit is room enough to fit everyone who wants to come in. It's the pit you can get in it and dig around in all this content. It's the pit. Come on, admit you wanna eat. Up all these tasty tidbits It's the pit There's room enough to fit Everyone who wants to come in It's the pit Now you've heard me talk about quince on this program before I love quince I am right now Head to toe Dressed in quince I got their shirts I got their pants I got everything from quince Quince is my spot for quiet luxury without paying those luxury prices. Quince offers a range of must-have items like 100% European linen, under $50, luxurious mulberry silk skirts, and of course, Italian leather bags and 14 karat gold jewelry from, get this, $30. All their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And because Quince creates timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you're going to have them in that closet forever. Unless you wear them out, which I may because I literally wear them every day. <laughs> I know you're wondering, how do they do it? Well, Quince partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman, passing the savings right on to you and to me. What's even better, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes so you can feel good about getting high-quality items that are going to last you longer. Upgrade your closet this summer with Quince. Right now, go to quince.com roses to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash roses for free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash roses we're coming out of spring and we're headed into summer it's a great time of year it's a time for renewal for me that means reconnecting with friends and family i haven't seen for a while and when i do i want to make sure i have plenty of wine on hand to celebrate with that's why first leaf is a great option. As America's most personalized wine company, First Leaf takes the worry and guesswork out of buying quality wines, especially if you're somebody like me who knows maybe a little bit about these things, but not enough, not enough to really make a great decision. They make the decision for you. To get started, you just answer some specific questions about your wine likes and dislikes on First Leaf's website. And these can be things that are about the people you're buying it for as well, if you're doing it as a gift. It only takes about five minutes to create your own personalized wine profile. Then you get your very own wine concierge who's going to use those responses to curate a customized selection of delicious award-winning varieties from rosés to sparklings and everything in between. It's all based on your personal preferences, on those questions you answered. These hand-selected wines are going to be delivered to your door within a few days with each bottle priced lower than what you'd pay at a wine store. You even get to choose when you get the wine. Plus, Every selection is backed by First Leaf's 100% satisfaction guarantee. And if you have questions about your wines, like what to pair them with, for example, First Leaf's personal wine concierge team is there to offer that expert advice. So it takes all the guesswork out. 
I love reconnecting with friends and family over bottles of First Leaf wine, and I bet you'll feel that way too. So give First Leaf a try. Head over to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to sign up and save 50% on your first six hand curated bottles plus free shipping. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash roses to save 50% on your first six bottles plus free shipping. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.